Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Jack of All Talks. My name is Christina, and I hope you guys are having a wonderful day or night or midday or evening or whatever it is, whatever time zone you're in. I hope it's going well for you. Um, today is January 3rd, 2022. Uh, rough year, rough year, but we're glad it's over. I know I'm glad it's over, and if you guys had a great 2021, then you're one of a lucky few, since, you know, a lot of people are just so relieved that the year is finally over, going on to the next. Today, I wanted to talk about something that's pretty fitting for our dates, and I wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions. And, you know, every time my year is about to end, (laughs) there's this space that we all get put into, the space of upcoming adventures upcoming challenges as well as restless restlessness you guys get what i mean restlessness um and i know i could take personal examples for me i know when it hits like after christmas is done i'm automatically like oh wow the year is like really over like what do i want to do next year what is it about this year that like really didn't butter my biscuits or butter my egg rolls and I could fix or improve on next year and then you know we want to sit down and write all these goals I want to go to the gym I want to lose some pounds I want to gain a butt I want to cook more I want to save more I want to go on dates I want to go on adventures I want to I don't know stay at home more we have all these goals for ourselves all these resolutions that we intend to follow through with and we rarely ever follow through with half, actually. We rarely do. Um, a very popular New Year's resolution is the gym, for example. I personally, I love the gym. I don't look like a gym shark, but I very much am a gym shark. I go to the gym every morning around 6 a.m. Uh, that's just because I'm a morning bird. I'm a very early riser, so it works well with my schedule. But I know, like, before I used to go to the gym, I used to always put it as my New Year's resolution. You know, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to set up a gym routine. I'm going to, um, I don't know, shape my body. I'm going to tone up my body, get my muscles in, get some abs, get a fatter ass. And I never did. I never did. I would probably start for the first week of the month. But honestly, I would never continue. I would absolutely never continue. And it was always something like, damn. Like, as the year goes along and, you know, you're looking at the next year upcoming, you're like, wow, I had these resolutions set for myself, but why did I not follow through with them, you know? Um, What happened that stopped me from continuing my goals? And um, it's a lot, actually. There's a couple of reasons for that. Now, once again, remind yourself that this isn't an opinion-based podcast, so everything I talk about is something I probably googled or researched, and this is just from the Economic Times, and they had some pretty valid points, and I wanted to talk about some of their points, and their first point is setting unrealistic resolutions, and that is a very common mistake. Now, an unrealistic resolution can sound simple, but it could be something really out of your out of your level. And I don't mean that to say that you can't do it. It's just unrealistic given your circumstances. For example, um, 
my friend, my friend last year, wanted to purchase a car for her New Year's resolution. That was a goal for her. But throughout the year, she had a lot of financial issues, meaning going to school, paying for nursing school, switching apartments. Um, there was a lot that she was doing. And financially, we already knew that she was going to be in a tight place. So setting the goal to have purchased a car, adding on the car insurance, maintaining the car, all of that jazz, it was a bit unrealistic for her circumstances. It's not that she couldn't do it it's just that giving everything else she has to do the goal would have been best um probably save up for a car or begin saving up for a car now setting unrealistic goals we really need to make sure that we take it easy on ourselves and by saying that we need to honestly analyze ourselves our circumstances, our financials, our discipline, our support system, our time, everything else that's basically circling around us, that's going on in our day-to-day lives. Um, I managed to actually follow through with my goal of going to the gym once I fit it in my schedule. When I used to go to school, I would constantly try to go to the gym around 3 p.m. That's around my break. That would be around my break where I was done with work and done with a couple of classes and I try to fit it in there. But around 3 p.m., most of my friends were out of class too. So they wanted to hang out and they wanted to talk and they wanted to do all types of stuff together. And I wanted to do those things too. I wanted to enjoy their company. So I would find myself ditching the gym a lot and I mean a lot to go hang out with them I would find myself going out to eat fast food going to the malls and just basically neglecting my resolution goals and it really didn't fit into my lifestyle precisely because of the time that I chose it didn't cost me money it came free with the tuition thank University of South Florida they really could have given us more but whatever it came free with the tuition It was only once I started going um, around 5 a.m., 6 a.m. that I did see results. Once I started putting it in that time frame, I realized that the time was in my hand and I could consistently go at this time, you know. And even then, going there at that time was one thing, but actually getting my mind ready to work out was something else. Actually deciding to get up and actually go to the gym at the time was something else. So definitely we want to make sure that our goals are, you know, realistic for our circumstances. Um, and don't be too hard on yourself if you realize, okay, you know what, this goal is pretty unrealistic. Um, I wanted to make 10 million in a year, but given the circumstances around me, I couldn't even make 1 million and that's all right. It's, it's life, you know, as, as long as you've learned something from it and you realize your efforts and even if it didn't work out in the first place, you can find something else that works out for you. Now, another one is lack of accountability. Oh, my God. So lack of lack of accountability. I think all of like all of these might work with my gym example. So I'm going to stick to it. Um, As I was saying, waking up and going to the gym is a different story. Like having the time for the gym is fine, but actually disciplining yourself to wake up and go to the gym is something else, something to take accountability for. Um, I, my new year's resolution for this year is to get better with nutrition. I'm a person who suffered with uh, my relationship with food for a very long time. I actually grew body dysmorphia. I was a very skinny girl in high school and I hated it. I hated it so much. I came to college. I gained a shit ton of weight because I thought I just could eat, eat, eat. And it would all go to my thighs and my ass. It did not. Um, (laughs) 
and I gained a really bad relationship with food and I've been trying to fix it ever since. But this year I am very focused on my nutrition goals. Last year I had set up those same nutrition goals. Basically I wanted to eat healthier, eat better and all that jazz, but I did not stick to it. And I did not I basically had planned to be like, okay, well, Christina, we're going to eat at home Monday through Friday. We're going to meal prep or cook because I worked from home, so I had the time on my hands. I had the space, thank God. Um, I was blessed with that. But I rarely ever followed through with it. By like Wednesday, I got Chick-fil-A. Friday, I probably got Charlie's Philly cheesesteaks. And it's just, I would not... I never took consistent responsibility for that resolution and I never was disciplined enough to follow through with that goal. Now, the the reading, I'm sorry, what do you call these again? Articles. The article that I'm reading right now, um, it basically says, you know, if you work with a coach or mentor or accountability partner, um, the proper energy and drive will be... Um, present to help you accomplish and basically reach your reach your new year resolution and I completely agree um if you cannot afford an accountability coach and all that jazz your support system is where like that's where they really come through for you for example um I go to the gym every morning but I did have a sister who was like you know what I see you go to the gym every morning and I want to go and I tried my best to consistently be like hey I'm going do you want to go hey I'm going do you want to go hey I'm going do you want to go um just to give them that little push I know for sure I have my best friend where I have my financial goals and she keeps me up to par with that. Don't get me wrong. I still suck, but she at least whenever she's around, she definitely helps me stay on top of my financials as best as possible. So lack of accountability is a very good one. I wouldn't know per se what exactly you would need to do to fix that. I know you would have to first learn discipline and you would probably need a good support system or a team, a good team around you. So depending on your goals or resolutions, uh, first discipline. Discipline is a must. If you don't have discipline, a lot of these resolutions might not be um might not be what stored we used earlier might not be realistic for you because going to the gym changing my diet updating my fashion um starting a podcast all of these things are things that require discipline um i think the third one they said was no tracking or review um what gets measured gets done and what gets done can be improved and made a habit with the help of a good tracking system that's pretty good um that is actually a very excellent point. Um, and I'll use a different example for this year. By the end of the year, actually, um, I realized I had a resolution to take more pictures of myself to just basically be more active on social media. And I really didn't do that this year, this past year. It was very tough for me and I was in a really bad place. But by the end of the year, once I had gotten better, I realized, oh, shit, I really didn't follow through with that resolution of mine. And this one was something that necessarily didn't really require discipline. Um, it was just something like, you know, when you're dolled up or when you're feeling nice, take some pictures, um, which can be really hard if you constantly don't feel good about how you look. Um, not saying that I do, but I just know it's a very, it's a very popular thing to not feel good about how you look 
on a consistent basis, but that's a different story. So we'll, we'll put that, we'll put that in the bag. Um, so basically after rereading my new year's resolutions for 2021, I did realize that I didn't take pictures of myself, nor did I get in touch with my social media. So I did make myself some highlights and I did make, take myself some pictures every time I felt nice. Every time I thought I looked good, I set up my ring light, um, and took pictures. And I was very honest with myself. Um, I watched a couple of TikToks that were saying how to take pictures, uh, why your pictures are not looking at good. Why, it's why? 7.30 p.m. Oh, my God. So I did. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. So, yes, I did look at my Instagram and I created a couple of highlights. And whenever I felt like I looked good, I tried to take some pictures, whether it was outside of my balcony or inside my home. And having that tracking is really nice because, well, in that sense, I can just go on my Instagram and actually look at the pictures I've taken. I can see the progress. Like I can, it's tracked for me. The pictures are in front of me. My tagged photos are in front of me. All these nice things I'm doing. I can review my highlights. I also have something on my Instagram page where I basically call it songs I listen to at the gym. And it was to make myself more comfortable with taking gym pictures and videos and my friends always talk to me about my my music. They always say I have like a variety of options to listen to and they want to hear like the songs on my playlist. So basically I started this thing called songs I listen to at the gym. Um, I'm always messing up. I never know what part it is. Um, I'll be like episode one tomorrow and the next day after that I'll be like episode 17 or something. I'm never on track with it. But still... I can actually look at my highlights and actually see the progress. So with that sense, tracking does give you a boost. Um, when you see the progress that you've made, it does make you feel good. Seeing my body from when I actually started going to the gym and seeing it now makes me feel amazing. Um, whenever you can see just the progress itself, at first it may suck. It may be like, I don't want to do this. This shit is lame. Or it's just so tedious it is worth it if you track whether you write things down if you track by pictures however you track what it is you're doing it is wonderful something else I've tracked is um how much I'm able to lift when I'm at the gym um starting the gym lifting 10 pounds with a bar or basically staying with the 15 dumbbells to now being able to do 25 um at a very good passive rate basically like where I'm not heaving or dying on the floor it is something that I can see uh the progress and I'm very proud of myself for getting there so I completely agree with tracking they're very right about that um I'm supposing their other ones was lack of planning I 200% agree with lack of planning. New Year's resolutions, when we write them, we tend to be very um, general with what we're saying, very open. It's always an, it's usually an open-ended statement. I want to eat better. I want to go to the gym. I want to make more friends. I want to read more books. And um, because it's so general, there's a lot of room for error. And one of those room comes with lack of planning. Like we spoke about first, where the goals were unrealistic. When we were talking about me, it was because I didn't plan my time for the gym accurately. 
um, which eventually I had to switch from 3 p.m. to 5 a.m. And it worked for me that way. But something that requires a lot of planning right now is honestly my nutrition. Um, talking to my coach, uh, my physical, my personal trainer, uh, we've always been on the nutrition table. I've always sucked at nutrition and she's never been afraid to tell me I do so, which I respect. I want the honesty more than anything. And so she did explain to me the nutrition would only work if I would plan it ahead. And she didn't lie, but God, is it annoying and it's fucking tedious. I have to sit there on Sunday and basically figure out what it is I want to eat before the week starts and then meal prep for the things that will take too long if I will have a busy day as well as track it at on my fitness pal and if I can't do that well I at least need to write the measurements and how much I'm eating it is a lot of work and it sounds like you might have a eating disorder but it's planning and the planning matters because for me to dull for me to dive into a healthy diet, I need diet. I need to need to first know what a healthy diet is. I need to plan for a healthy diet. And perhaps once we're used to it, then we won't need to plan anymore. Then these things will be basically routine for us, you know. And so today, for example, I had to eat, I think it was um, half a pound of baked potatoes and... uh I don't, I forgot how much pounds of like green beans, but I ate three drumsticks and because I'm really heavy on protein. And so I felt really happy because I was like, oh my God, look, I planned it. And today I opened up my iPad, saw the plan, saw the weights and actually got through with it. But shit was it tedious. It was so fucking annoying to do. And you really need to plan. And even if you don't get to eat at home, what you prepare to, if you eat out, you have to plan. You have to mo- like you have to maneuver around what you're eating and basically plan to add it to your diet. Um, I've a, I'm a person who's lactose intolerant and I've never cared about my body up until the end of last year. I would eat mac and cheese, um, Haitian baked macaroni, Haitian lasagna. If you know about these Haitian dishes, these Haitian baked dishes, you're done for. If you're lactose intolerant, it's over for you. But I was eating all that nonsense and I would get bloated consistently. My body was dying. My gut was begging me for help. And, um, you know, I'd be like, no, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to eat the macaroni. And, um, I can't do that anymore because I have nutrition goals and it's not that I can't eat macaroni ever again. It's just that I cannot eat it the way I used to eat it back then. I can't eat it as, um, consistent as like as often. That's the word as often as I used to eat it before. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, it's fine. Like, I'm not even sad about it or anything like that. I'm just. I just don't know what I did to be lactose intolerant. I don't think anybody deserves that, but at least I'm not allergic to peanuts or any kind of nuts. And if you are allergic to peanuts or any kind of nuts, that's tragic. Okay. Um, they also have self-doubt. Um, the reason you don't accomplish your New Year's resolution goals is because of self-doubt. And that is very possible. Um, one of them that could be very common is I want to make new friends. You do want to make new friends. You move into a new city. You know, all your gal pals or your manly men's, they're back home. And now you want to make new friends, new buddies to hang out with. It's very hard to make friends when you reach 
past college. I think that's what I want to say. Um, when you reach past the age of college, and I'm saying the age of college because you could be 45 or 67 and in college, as long as you've basically made it past that college and you're going in the work field or the real life field, it's really hard to make friends um, there. You know, back in the days when you were in high school, you were stuck with these people. You saw them 24-7 for the most part. Um, you saw them for a very long amount of time. So it was easier for you to like, you know what? I like this person. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Let's hang out consistently. Um, when you get out of college and stuff like that, it's really, really hard for you to make friends. You have to actively get out your home, actively get out your comfort zone to go make these friends. Some of us have to join Facebook groups. Some people go on Tinder for friendships. So it's, Sure, it sounds like there's opportunities to make friends, but it's just a lot more awkward um, as a grown up. And I've always been um, I've always been an, I guess, charismatic person. It's not really hard for me to approach people. Um, making friends was never a problem for me. But I know for sure for my best friend, when she moved um, when she moved to Atlanta, it was a little difficult for her to make friends as she's not a very um what's that word extrovert she's not an extroverted person so she'd really have to put herself outside of her comfort zone to make friends and eventually she did make friends with her work friends but other than that honestly it's really difficult for adults to go and be buddy buddies not to mention how weird it is to like I don't know how you approach an adult to be friends with them and this is coming from somebody who just told you that it's not hard for them to make friends but, you know, like if I'm sitting at a park and I see somebody cool at a park, um, I don't know what I'd say. Like I'd walk up to them and be like, oh, I like your hair. Um, you know, nice hair. Let me sit with you or some shit. Like I, I don't know what you would say to an adult to say that you want to be friends with them um, unless you're like actively engaging in something you both have in common. Like maybe you both are in a yoga class and you're like. Hey, you do yoga, I do yoga, you have a civic, I saw you get out your car, I'm not stalking you or anything, but anyways, um, it's super hard to make friends um, as an adult, so I can definitely see self-doubt in that, there's a lot of other ways self-doubt can come to you as well, it doesn't have to be with goal specific, it could be just you, um, and I mean that by people suffering from anxiety, depression, and ADHD have a lot of self-doubt issues, and it's really hard to get past that. You you may have these goals at hand, you may have written them down and you may be very ready to actively work on them, but these mental illnesses can make it very hard for you to believe in yourself in the first place. Mental illness is a bitch and you could be ready to go to the gym, woke up at 5.30 a.m., put on your best gym outfit, looking snatched, looking ready to lift some weights and one look in the mirror can have you going back to your room and going getting in your bed and it's just that's just how it is and there's not much we can do about that as you know people suffering from depression anxiety and ADHD it's an internal problem for the most part um we can try to be there for them and we can try to help but it is an internal thing and i think the only thing we can do for these folks is support them you know and i'm saying these folks as if i'm not one of these motherfuckers but anyways i know for me personally i would appreciate the support um if i'm doubting myself at something i definitely know that it's really um my support system that makes it a bit easier um 
like doubting myself for this podcast. Uh, I doubted myself oh so much for this podcast and this podcast wouldn't exist if it wasn't for my support system my friends my friends are like just do it everyone's doing it um so you can do it too it doesn't matter if the whole world it doesn't matter just do it uh if you like it we love it do it and all that stuff and it's not it's not your fault you know if you have these goals listed up for yourself and self-doubt gets in the way it's not because they were unrealistic it's not your fault and the only thing I can say to you is I wish you could be a bit kinder to yourself and a bit more sensitive with yourself. And I want to use the word sensitive. It's because it's really bold and it's really brave of you to challenge yourself to better yourself. Every single day you do that, you are a champion. Every single day you decide, I like the version I am right now, but there is always a way to improve and get better. You are a go-getter and you are that bitch or that man or that nigga whatever the fuck you are you're that but basically you know you've made it this far you know you've made it far enough to write it down to think about it to put it in your computer to put it on your wall to pin it to some shit i don't know pin it to your board put it on your iphone or your samsung if you got this far the rest all you have to do with the rest is walk you made time for it you planned for it now all you have to do is walk in the gym all you have to do is pick up the guitar. All you have to do is start cooking. All you have to do is say hello to that weird person at the park with the nice hair that you saw in yoga class who drives the Civic. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds, it sounds hard, but it's not. It's just tedious. And it's uncomfortable, but you'll never grow if you stay comfortable. Anyway, the last section on this little article was unclear. And to read you this first sentence, and I quote, Why a majority of people fail to achieve their objectives because their why is unclear. The why is what motivates people to take action and achieve goals. You may know what you want. But you won't be able to figure out how to get it unless you know why you want it. So why are you making these resolutions? That's a great, it's a pretty great statement. Uh, why is always important. And I like to think you can be superficial with your why as long as you're honest. Um, I feel like if you're honest with the why, at least then you can be like, oh, that's a pretty, that's a pretty shit reason for me to want to do that. So let me, let me, let me reanalyze. Let me reassess my goals and reassess myself let me see where this is stemming from i personally went to the gym because i'm afraid of men and i wanted to be as strong as men so if men came to attack me i would fuck them up that's right that was my initial goal to go to the gym but yeah so that's my reasoning to go that was my reasoning to go to the gym um now i go to the gym because it makes me happy. I want to consistently be healthy. My mom is in her 70s and that lady can touch her toes and twerk. And I was like, damn, damn, bitch, you get it like that? I I, I want to be like that. And I just want to remain healthy. I want to feel good. And the gym makes me feel good. Um, it's a place for me to calm down. The gym for me is a very personal space. I love the gym. Um, 
But the why really matters. I know for sure a lot of people want to change their nutrition. A lot of people don't even necessarily want to change their nutrition. They just want to go on a diet so they could lose the weight and they want to lose the weight so they could feel good. And there's nothing wrong with losing the weight to feel good. But there's a lot to unfold there. There's a lot to unfold there. I um Or even saying losing the weight because I want to be healthy. Because, you know, skinny doesn't always mean healthy. Um, skinny really doesn't always mean healthy. And losing the weight doesn't always make you feel good. So um, I think it does say it's unclear. So going back to when I was saying um, earlier that goals tend to be so open-ended, like I want to make friends, I feel like if you had specific goals they might be easier for you to comprehend why you want to do these things you know um I want to make friends um I want to make friends in the city that I just moved to so I can have somebody to explore with you know um I I feel like if the goals were much more specific you would have a better understanding as to why you want these goals uh, to tell you another goal I want for 2022, and I'm manifesting it with the help of God. Yes, 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 yes. Um, my goal is to have a high financial income. And I can't even tell you what high is because I've been so low. But um, a high financial income, which is, again, open-ended. But specifically, I want to have a high financial income to take care of all of my business, to take care of all of my finances, to move into a new apartment with my cat and my future dog. I want these things because the the financial, um, wow, English is really difficult. <laughs> higher, fin- <laughs> higher finances would um, enhance my life for the better with my cat and, of course, my future dog. I plan on getting a dog. Um, higher finances could help me help my family, could help me help myself for once, you know, to help me get things in control. I wasn't really able to get my friends and family Christmas gifts this year. And even if I don't have much money, I do try to get my, my friends at least a little something, something. And the fact that I wasn't able to get them anything at all really fucked with me. And I was like, I can't consistently do this. I can't, um... I can't consistently do this to myself. You know, I can't consistently live in this state of paycheck to paycheck. It's ridiculous. Um, And it's so sad. You know, it's downright fucking depressing. That's at least that's how it makes me feel. And so because of like, I know my why, even if my why is a bit superficial, at least I have an understanding as to where I am. And how I resonate with the goal that I've put on my paper or on my iPad. So I do agree that the goals tend to be unclear because you don't know why. And I think an easier way for you to know why is for you to specify the goals. Why do you want to play the guitar? Do you want to play the guitar to impress women? Or do you want to play the guitar to impress men? Or both, you know. If I knew how to play the guitar, which I have a guitar, I would I would probably learn it to impress somebody and not going to cap. Um, and that'd be my motivation, you know, when my fingers bleed and shit like that. When I'm practicing to think about all the men and women wooing over my guitar skills, that that'd be enough for me. 
But again, it might not be enough for somebody else. So definitely focus on your why. To give another example, another goal I have for myself is to maintain my relationship with God. Um, I don't proclaim myself as a religious person. Um, I'm a follower of Christ. I'm a follower of God. Um, and uh, I don't like to dub myself new age Christian or old age Christian, whatever the hell you want to call it, just because there's so much thunder underneath those platforms. There's just so much wrong underneath those platforms that it gets really scary to associate myself with one of them. Um but yeah, so I do want to maintain my spiritual relationship with God. Um, I've been doing pretty good so far. I'm really proud of myself. Um, just being in this spiritual journey with God has made me a much calmer person, a much more understanding person. Au contraire, in contrary to what Christianity is like on the news or wherever you're seeing it or like Republican Christian, it's something else. But I feel like my spiritual connection with God has definitely enhanced me as well. And so I'd like to do that. And I've already planned on how to fix that. I do plan on going to church. I plan on attending Bible studies and I plan on opening my mind to different interpretation of the Bible. You know, um, I have a plan for it and I want to do this. My why is um because I love God and it sounds a bit weird and you'll be like okay well that's a pretty eh why that's a pretty eh why it is an eh why um but that's just what it is um I feel like homie's been my rock in a lot of places and homie's gotten me from a lot of dark places to this better one so I love homie because homie has my back and um yeah and that's my reasoning for it so why do we not um why can we not sustainably can um continue to oh my goodness what was i asking not knowing the why it's unrealistic not tracking or planning depression anxiety adhd all of it um whoever's going through a bipolar disorder it's a different ball game you know and so if you're going through any of these things or if life is just beating your fucking ass right now, um, it's OK. It's OK. You don't have to wait for another year to start to continue on your resolution. You don't have to wait for another day to start to continue them. Um, if you were supposed to go to the gym in the morning and now it's night and you never went, you can go tomorrow morning or tonight. And if you decide, fuck the gym, I don't want to do that anymore, that's okay. Because sometimes you work really hard to get in a spot. And sometimes staying in that spot for a while is okay. And even if you're not in a good spot, if you're just, I've been the same for three years and I just can't seem to understand why I can't move forward. Well, that's a different thing. Then your New Year's resolution should be to understand yourself, to seek some help, to speak to somebody. Don't beat yourself up because everyone's doing something that you just can't see yourself doing. You know, don't be alarmed because everyone's going to the gym and eating right and all that shit. Everyone suffers with it. The best, the best of the personal trainers suffer with it, too. So you'll be okay.
you know, take time, be gentle with yourself, be patient with yourself. And when you're ready to commit to some goals, then write them down. And if your goals are just too large, it's okay to make them smaller. If your goal is to make 10 million by the end of the year, and that's becoming a bit dreadful to look at, it's okay to change it into making 2,000 this month. It's okay. They're your goals. It's your life. And nobody should judge you for them. So yeah, so that being said, um, thank you for tuning in to Jack of All Talks. And once again, we spoke about we spoke about New Year's resolutions and why we can't stick to them. And for those of you who already have your New Year's goals and resolutions down, I wish you the absolute best. I send blessings and love and care your way and hope that you get these goals down packed. For those of you who don't have but plan to write some down, I send you um clarity and patience with yourself. And for those of you who don't care about New Year's resolution or goals, then I send you a shot. Cheers to 2022. Hopefully it will be better than 2021. <laughs>